0: Hello, my field daisies. Today's life lesson comes from this podcast, and that is vulnerability is power. All right, roll the intro music. Again, my field daisies, welcome to another week. Um, For you, it's another week. For me and Shaheer, it's literally uh, 10 minutes later (laughs) (laughs) because we're recording this on the same day. Um, So if you haven't heard last week's or whenever I freaking post, if you haven't heard my last episode, um, me and Shaheer, we talk about, you know, how we know each other, astrology, um, the science behind astrology, um, and yeah, a lot of other cool stuff. So if you haven't listened to that podcast, you should. Um, this is sort of like a, a part two of the podcast where, um, Shahir, you're going to be reading my astrological birth chart birth
1: chart, birth yeah. chart mm.
0: as well as giving me a chair reading because my birthday is December 14th. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, I like And like I told you before we even started recording, I'm going to let you guide this podcast. You take it wherever you want to. I am just Perfect. here as a passenger and all my little field daisies are here as passengers as well. So. Oh,
2: my God. Mm-hmm. All right. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, Before that, happy birthday to you. Happy early birthday. (laughs) Um, It's such an honor to be reading someone's birth chart. And I find that Mm -hmm. is very revealing and telling. Mm -hmm. Um, So before that, I always love to start with a bit of a primer, I guess. Mm -hmm. as like, what is the purpose we're doing here? Um, So I see astrological predictions as a way to prepare, predict, um, but also a way to um situate your own personal sense of presence so in it right um and so coming back to the idea of co-creation um so we'll we'll be delving deeper into your birth charts this year um so to the listeners out there i'm with my astrological software so we have daisy's chart laid out um there are all the symbols you know sun moon rising you you may perhaps be familiar with that if not you should check it out um so the way, yeah, and we... if you
0: want to record this too, mm-hmm. so then I, I can even um, oh yeah, or you... I
2: think that's fine. Okay, okay, we yeah. don't have
0: to. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So those okay. are your charts. Okay, that's fine, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah.
2: so uh, so we shall begin with the entrance into the new year. So you are entering a year which is um, your twenty eighth year of life, right? Mm-hmm. So when once you turn twenty eighth, um, there are certain houses that are becoming activated. And in particular, that is the fifth house, um, the house of creativity, the house of romance, um, the house of um, expression. It's a house of Venus, meaning that it is the place of love in a relational kind of way, but also beauty in a sense of like exploration of what beauty is. Um, so in a fifth house year, what I realize people are often um, becoming even more... Interested in expanding their creativity, so there is a sense of like maybe this upcoming year where you will either explore your creativity even more like, even maybe you're even doing more podcasting or you know, maybe even food blogging. I don't know, it's in Taurus with the moon there. Um, it feels very much that, but um, what I'm sensing this upcoming year, there is a sense of um, the physical security becoming even more even louder um that's the word um and so what i'm seeing here it means that taurus is becoming perfected so just to give you a background of uh, daisy sun moon rising you have a capricorn rising which makes that your first house your the rising sign is always the first house you have a sagittarius sun um and because sagittarius is Before Capricorn. So you have your Sagittarius Sun in the 12th house. Um, And then we have your Moon in Taurus. Mm -hmm. Such a nice exalted Moon. um, Which is in the 5th house. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we can already see here your sense of security. Which is the Moon. Your inner life.
0: um, A Moon is inner life.
2: Your Moon is Mm -hmm. in your inner life. So there is a sense this year where I feel like your inner life is becoming more... Um, enriching mm-hmm. so there's an enrichment of the inner life for me um and it's true the taurus kind of way it's true your physical sensation physical satiation um, taurus is always about like you know it's so funny how like you brought me all the snacks yeah. right it's so it's mm-hmm. a, it's a, that's such a taurus moon of you to mm-hmm. to, feed, to make people feel comfortable yeah um and perhaps mm-hmm. you're doing more of that this mm-hmm. year
0: yeah, like more uh, I think so cuz like and now that I have my house it's like I, I do like having people over and like hosting them and like making drinks for them and making like you know having little house parties so yeah. like I can I can totally see that.
2: I yeah. love that. Mm-hmm. Um so, I love yeah, that. Sorry, yeah, sorry. What are okay. the
0: what are the characteristics of Taurus and Capricorn I know Sagittarius really well because yes, I know I'm a, a son Sagittarius, Sagittarius right. but I don't know much about like Capricorn and okay. Taurus yeah. okay perfect
2: yeah let's begin with that right because mm-hmm. I immediately jump into the prediction part <laughs> um so yeah. Capricorn rising Capricorn rising people are people who are here to establish a sort of legacy for themselves mm-hmm. um Capricorn is the cardinal earth sign mm-hmm. so there is a sense of honoring tradition of what is but also alleviating that to another level i realized you know capricorn people tend to have a bit vi- not not necessarily a vision vision are necessary more a satch thing like having a vision capricorn is the one that kind of like realized those visions and so capricorn rising people part of your life agenda is always about establishing your voice. And for you, it's actually your voice. It's quite important, actually. is because you have a Capricorn rising. Capricorn is ruled by Saturn as a planet. And you have Saturn in Pisces. And so... In the third house. So there is this sense of, like, you are trying to establish your authority, your inner knowing, your creativity, perhaps, as well, um, through whatever... Um, traditional structural framing that you see the world in and then you build on top of that Mm. um so capricorn always has that kind of like desire to build something new um it is very much a cardinal sign so it is like gonna it will start something but it is also very much a sign that's devoted to um maintaining some sort of like legacy or establishing a new legacy for the self
1: yeah, yeah.
0: no that's that's so like really crazy because it's like I I like live my life and, and, and my podcast listeners know like mm-hmm. I, I don't want to end up simply having visited this world mm. it's from a poem like When Death Comes by Mary Oliver and like oh, that's wow. why like in the poem they mention like how each life is like a field daisy which is just, like both singular and unique at the same time And so oh, wow. that's why I call my listeners field daisies so oh, it's wow. like literally like leaving a legacy like I did. That's who I am. That's what I want to do. And then it's so
2: interesting where um, you were talking about like it's almost like a death process to like the the way that you're saying it. And for me, it's like going back to like leaving the earth. You know, it it is an earth sign, right? Capricorn is an earth sign that wants to make an impact, Mm -hmm. and Saturn is a sign that wants to make an impact. And so you're being led by that. um, And that's going to be very crucial part of you, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, part of that realization of your inner knowing. Um, you also have Saturn in Pisces here and Jupiter in Sag. So it's really about, like, um, serving your community in a way, like your local community. Or actually, the third house is also the house of the voice. Like, what is your inner voice? Realizing, you know, the dream. Like, what? how have you been scared of the dream itself? You know, Pisces can feel... Um, Saturn and Pisces people can feel uh, very much um fearing the old like fearing your own vision can feel yep. very real, right? <laughs> yeah. It's like mm-hmm. oh shit, I want to achieve that, but it is so fucking scary. Um because it is like mystical and fantastical in some ways with Piscean energy, but then Saturn wants to ground it. So Saturn wants to pull it to earth and kind of just like, "Hey, how do I make this a thing how do i leave this live a mark mm-hmm. basically and mm. so there is a signature of your chart that yeah there is a high chance here that you will leave a mark in the world um and that could be through your voice your local space you know you you even doing this podcast etc um maybe even exploring the deeper creative well that you have to offer to the world um, it's also in the twelfth house. Like there's also a, a relationship here with the twelfth house with that Saturn, um, and so you might be thinking about like the people that you're serving as well, and that could be people from a foreign land. That could be people from all over the place actually, mm-hmm. because you have this somehow signature of someone who is able to perhaps connect with people who are perhaps on the fringe a bit mm-hmm. or. People who might not have the similar access to life um, that you do or that other people do, um, and how can you merge those um, together um, and also uh, uplift those voices as well?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: No, that's yeah. so cool. Okay, that resonates really well. So <laughs> that's, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And so then with Taurus being in the moon. The Taurus yeah.
2: moon placement. So um the reason why I said you have a very nice placement as a moon is because mm-hmm. um in astrology we have this system called essential dignity. Um so certain placement are quote unquote um more dignified, right? Mm-hmm. Although I would like to caution listeners listening to the first time that it's not like oh, if it's bad, then it's forever doom. It's more so that's like dignified means that the placement has certain privileges over the others. Mm -hmm. However, it's not like they're all great things. It can also be excess or it can also be like a sense of like, you know, the moon in Taurus for me is someone who's um, very much devoted to a sense of security and a sense of safety with the surroundings you know the great thing with people in moon and taurus you know they like to feed people they like to gather people around um they want to make sure that everyone feels well fed you know that that will make you feel (laughs) successful right Mm -hmm. um that's the moon the lunar so so that's uh, the sun is the energy for me like the sun is always the energy of the chart but the moon when the moon comes in it is actually the sense of the inner stability of life rather than just the outer stability of life mm-hmm. and so taurus requires the outer part to be satisfied for them to feel secure internally as well mm-hmm. and so for me taurus moon is exalted just because um the moon is nourished there so it is a fixed earth sign so taurus is a sign that's devoted to like um, the sensation of the body, the the things you taste, right? I realize people with Taurus Moon are actually have a very um, <laughs> have a very sensitive body. Mm. They are very sensitive to towards the things they eat, so mm-hmm. that might not be the best thing that you want, right? Mm-hmm. It's like if you drink coffee, your body will feel the impact of it, mm-hmm. right? Um, I mean, obviously everyone does, but like Taurus people are have this sense of like a different sense of awareness to their bodily pleasure as well. Like, what feels good, what doesn't Mm. feel good. For them, it might be quite fixed. Mm. They might know what they like and what they not like. Mm. Which is, sometimes, it's interesting for your sign, particularly, too, because you have your sun your satch self want to explore yeah. but then your moon self is like I'll just stick to what I love mm-hmm.
0: like, like it's have you like always
2: scary. felt that tension
0: yeah so it's like that's an interesting that's an interesting way but it. It, it's not necessarily in like food like mm-hmm. I'm pretty like an adventurous eater I don't think I have a very sensitive stomach Okay. but in terms of like for example um, marijuana mm-hmm. like smoking marijuana mm-hmm. I've come to realize like I'm very sensitive towards that mm-hmm. it took me a while to realize that but it's like something that I just cannot do
1: mm-hmm. right
0: and then also, I think it plays with the whole, like, security thing of, like, my Sag, like, wants to go and, like, roam free, explore, mm-hmm. whatever. But, like, the Taurus in me, I think, is, like, about job security, insurance. Yes. Like, yes. wanting to kind of, like, a part of me wants to be, like, a digital nomad, travel the world. Travel but the a,
1: world. But then a
0: part of me just, like, likes having a house. Like, having, having a home. A like, having, like, the, the stability of things. So, like, mm-hmm. yeah, there is, like, that just just a position with yeah. myself, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And
2: I think it's interesting because... Um, for you we also look at the house that moon wolves. Mm-hmm. So I think you actually would the the Taurus placement for me will even be louder more whenever you're in partnerships with people. Mm-hmm. So it's like whenever you have a partner, um, there will be a tendency um for you to feel like okay, that partner will satisfy this the more secure part of who you are. Yeah. Um and mm-hmm. um and it's not just partnerships, it can also be business partnerships. So there mm-hmm. is um So this is where i do a little bit of like what i call prediction or sometimes i feel like it's just nudges i feel like oh have you ever considered for your chart for example you have a taurus moon exalted Mm -hmm. in the seventh house so meaning that the people that you collaborate with um they are usually perhaps important people Mm -hmm. um they could be you know there could be a point in life here where you will be collaborating with prominent people Mm -hmm. in life so that that could be a possibility yeah Um, no i i hope so like mm -hmm. that's something
0: that i would love to do and like something that people don't necessarily know about me that i like to do for like three truths and a lie is Mm -hmm. like i have interviewed some famous people like i've interviewed like john krasinski
2: oh my god um
0: um uh jake johnson um, oh wow that's so amazing so yeah yeah, it's in your chart right because i was talking
2: about the seventh house is a house of partnerships a house of the other, mm-hmm. so it is very much like you know whatever we're doing right now. It is a first house, seventh house things because um, we are in a way like doing a one-on-one thing, mm-hmm. and so for you, there's a one-on-one thing in your life that will supplement into your your creative life, and so which is kind of funny because we are talking about your Taurus house mm-hmm. for this upcoming year it being perfected. So meaning for me, I call it perfection. It's a hard word to say. Um, I just call it like a house becoming activated. Yeah. Um,
0: and, and does everybody, when they turn 28, this house gets activated? Or is it just me? Yeah,
2: um, it's everyone. So, okay. um, if I am showing everyone this, uh, there is a, let me just show you. There is a perfection, um, diagram. So basically, each year different things becoming activated so for example for you right when you were 27 Mm -hmm. your Aries house was activated recently yeah and it was kind of interesting that you literally moved houses Mm -hmm. during the 27th year
0: that's so crazy it's crazy and
2: it was so bizarre for me too I moved to New York during my 7th house year so I am I've done enough readings for people Mm -hmm. to know that if something's happening in the fourth house, when once they're 27th... It depends, it depends. It's like, maybe the 20, um, So it depends on their placement, right? Mm-hmm. So usually people would have some sort of something happening in their home environment or their location in the 27th year. And then yeah. in the 28th year, for you, it's um, the fifth house. Mm-hmm. So everyone, the, everyone follows the same trajectory of the houses becoming activated... But for me, my fifth house year, which was last year, yeah. I'm, a, I'm slightly older than mm-hmm. you, um, I have it in Aries. Mm-hmm. So I have it different. I have it configured differently mm-hmm. because I have my rising sign as something different. Mm-hmm. So that's also part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone in the 28th house year will have a fifth house year activation, mm-hmm. meaning that there is topic surrounding creativity, surrounding... Um, creation i don't like to say creativity because creativity can feel like oh i'm not creative right but creation is like a, a more archetypal or noun or in a way that's just like okay what are you creating this year mm. as has a more story to it
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, and so you've particularly it is a Taurus house yeah
0: mm, that's so cool that's really interesting
2: yeah yeah
0: okay So should i like um mm-hmm. channel my inner Taurus this year
2: There is a sense that you will be channeling your inner Taurus more. Mm -hmm. Um, I have to say a few things and I I am going to like look at your chart, right? So Mm -hmm. this is where I'm trying to do a a bit more analyzing. Mm -hmm. So if you're you're becoming a fifth house here, um, your Taurus becomes activated. However, each zodiac is being ruled by a planet. And so Taurus house is being ruled by Venus. For you, it's Venus. Mm -hmm. And so for you your venus is in the 11th house so there is this interesting thing this year where i feel that you will be either um thinking about how you are going to elevate your sense of creativity into the future and i'm not not, when i say future it's like it might take like one two three four five six it might take six years mm. for that to be fruited fruiting but theres something that you're doing this year that would perhaps be very important for the next six years
0: that's so cool so if yeah. you have
2: something planned mm-hmm. do it or if you have something that you feel a calling to it do it or maybe it's also um a shedding of the past so it's like Astrology always does the thing where it it locates the future but it also replenish or heal the past. So Venus being ruled by the year, there's something about being guided by love, being guided by diplomacy and sense of justice, being guided by your, your feeling safety. Perhaps this year, there's something about you trying to create more of feeling safe and secure through um, community actually because there's a thing that's going on um, in the 11th house so the 11th house you have natally natal Venus you have, you have Venus in Scorpio mm. um, and
0: what is the 11th house? Sorry.
2: 11th house is the house of community friendships mm. allies mm-hmm. etc so there is something about this upcoming year that is about you putting yourself out there or even like collaborating with different sort of people in your community um
0: i can totally see that (laughs) oh my god yeah Yeah. that resonates a lot. and
2: it's also in this taurus scorpio axis which is honestly one of the 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 glue like the gluest axis for me it's like the glue almost um so there is something that you're doing here with your creativity but you're also doing it with other people and their sense of community um it's also in Scorpio, which is like, Scorpio is not the house of Venus. Scorpio is the house of Mars. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, so that this is where I feel like your Venus is detriment. Mm-hmm. It's not the best Venus placement. Mm-hmm. However, how do we reframe the understanding of the best, right? It's like, for me, Venus and Scorpio people, they are like the vampire or like they like they're like the way of attraction. They are in, they are interested in the deep thing. Mm-hmm. They're like I'm not here to waste my time. I'm here for the real thing. I'm here for the, like the deepest secrets you have mm-hmm. to share perhaps and like that's also part of your um intuition of like um your your way of Venus thing. Like Venus is a planet of love, connection, embodiment, is everything that feels ecstatic and good to your body, pleasurable. But then for you, it's also in in, in Scorpio, which is such an intense sign to be in. Um, However, for me, Scorpio is such a sign that is like um, related to a sense of deeper intimacy, deeper sense of security. So it's not like you're um, just connecting with any sort of people. You are interested in people who are perhaps in the margins or who you feel that their voices are not as heard in this world and they deserve some sort of, like, platforming. So there's this beautiful Mm -hmm. interaction, honestly, going on between your Venus and Scorpio Mm -hmm. and your Taurus moon. They're Mm -hmm. almost talking to each other this year. It's that's so interesting. Um, Yeah. Yeah, because your moon is in the Venus house. Mm -hmm. So Venus is in a, like... Venus is hosting the moon. Mm -hmm. But then... Venus is not in the great place to be a great host. Mm. So it's like this um, situation where you perhaps, oh, like you have this all these great ideas this upcoming year. And then you're like, you're trying to find the right people um, to, to be there with you who are also willing to talk about certain deep things with you perhaps as well. Mm-hmm. Um, So,
0: like, do you, like, recommend then being, like, I guess, like, deliberate in, like, choosing my community? Like, Mm -hmm. do I have to, like, be wary almost of, like, the connections I make? Is that sort of, like, the the vibe you're getting. Yeah,
2: there is definitely a sense of there, um, the vibe that you're getting, like, uh, for sure, of, like, being intentional, being very much like, right, this is this is something I want to be involved with. Yeah. Um, and how can you just, like, go deep into it? Like, it's very Scorpio, you know, Scorpio and Taurus, for me, they always have this very much, like, um, instinctual intuition, for me. They feel like, okay, if it's right, it's very fixed, right? It's like, it's like the well of water, or it's um it's the the fixed earth so when things are yes it's like yes you're like you know it like or maybe you will take time um for you to find it as well so usually people with fixed energy they will take their time mm-hmm. you know they love to take their time in some ways mm-hmm. um so yeah i feel like um that also feels part of it um, maybe it's also perhaps you know um we are in a year that we are talking about romance Mm -hmm. and so maybe it's also about like some sort of like energetic body healing maybe you want like a reiki or something you want to do some sort of like energy work with Mm -hmm. the body would be a a great thing to do this year like sometime what's energy
0: work with the body like what does it what does that mean (laughs)
2: um i would say like you know certain practitioners they do reiki you know Mm -hmm. like they like they look at your chakra spots, oh,
1: etc. Like mm-hmm.
2: your um all your different seven chakras. Um they look at the places in your body that feels like, oh like why do I feel like I have this aching? Like for example last year I was last year I was like moving through some sort of like grief, some sort of thing and then I was like, oh yeah my back's like suddenly becoming so hurt. Mm-hmm. Um and I talked to like a practitioner about it and she was like yeah you it actually represents a deeper issues with regards to my sense of intimacy or my sense of love and so this could be a great year for sort of like love sort of like healing sort of year and coming back to the body and feeling like feeling like you're also like grieving but you're also healing
0: yeah no that that resonates as well i know (laughs) i was like i know it's so bizarre
2: um yeah yeah no
0: that makes sense i think it's like um yeah, and and maybe I'll cut this out of the podcast, I don't okay. know. But, like, um, uh, it's more so in terms of, like, for me and love, mm-hmm. I think, and in intimacy. Mm-hmm. There are times when, like, I'm being intimate where, like, I feel like I go with it, but it doesn't feel good, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. You know, like, I want to be true to myself in terms of, like, like what feels good and what doesn't uh-huh. so i think it's like being more aware of that being more aware yeah. and
2: also perhaps even speaking it up right yeah because yeah. sometimes i realize people with your placement um you have south node and the moon mm-hmm. so it's like there is a perhaps tendency here in love that you know like we're going to be airing all the like uh, the gifts and the challenges right and yeah. the challenger is someone with moon and south node present is that whenever perhaps you're involved romantically with another person, it might be that, like, everything will be about their life, almost. Yeah. It's (laughs) almost suck up your energy, Mm -hmm. and you can't function. Mm -hmm. And there's this feeling that, um, yeah, it's almost like, you're out, like, externally, you're fine. Like, externally, like, yeah, but, like, no, not really. Like, internally, you just feel like there's this, um, South note we call it K2 it, it is like a it's like a we call it like the um, the toilet of the planet <laughs> because it's like it just sucks everything yeah and uh-huh. then you just feel like oh my god like whenever perhaps for you perhaps when you're in a excitement with your partners or romantically whatever there is some sort of like this feeling that your inner life was almost delegated to them
0: yeah no it's like a, this is something that I've talked about in therapy mm-hmm. as well it's like when I get into relationships, I tend to lose my sense of self. Mm-hmm. Not in a bad way or anything like that. It's more of just like, I just am so in love with the other person. Like, mm-hmm. I I truly love doing what they want to do.
2: Exactly. Like, it feels
0: comfortable. But then in retrospect, when I take myself out of it, I'm like, oh, wow, I did lose a sense of mm-hmm. who I was mm-hmm. in both of my relationships that I was in um i felt that way so yeah. i don't want to do that anymore yeah this is the year this Not is the year venus is like never yeah. again mm-hmm. i know
2: myself <laughs> yeah. i know my voice um and perhaps you know sometimes that's what we do in an astrological session as well it's like the great thing is that for you your your, your chart do represent an immense potential for great partnerships meaning that you are perhaps good with people right you you get you have your way of like you know your words or whatever the way that you approach people is very comforting that makes them feel at home etc um i mean the fact that we're doing this after uh, yeah, a, in your house as well mm-hmm. um however you know the moon and south note can also feel very much like you know whenever you're in love or maybe you're um almost pedestalizing the other person um in a very unconscious way that to the point that um it feels hurtful like it feels like oh my god like why am i doing this but then to transmute that energy, it's just like, no, but like that's also like the immense love that you have and how can you put that into something that's also worthy, right? Into something or someone or etc. that is also like deserving of that attention. Right. Because for me, exalted placement, which you have, one of it, your moon is exalted, is considered exalted. For me, exalted placement can sometimes feel like they have access of something and they don't know how um I'm sorry, it's not like they don't know. They're learning. To basically um, allocate why that excess of thing into the different parts of their life.
1: Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah,
0: it's like something that I do have to learn because I tend to just be so giving, mm-hmm. and I think it's like I have to learn how to be almost—I don't selfish—is not the right word, but just yeah. like learn how to like listen to myself.
2: Listen to yourself, yeah. and the pathway is Venus. So, mm-hmm. so which is kind of interesting that you have this upcoming year you are having um, your Venus return. I mean, your Venus perfection Mm here. Your Venus becomes activated and also as your North Node as well. So I think a lot about this here for me feels like um, you're putting yourself... Not you're putting yourself there. You're becoming even um, confident with your past. And I think it's like Scorpio is very much an energy that has to do with the past but then it is about that like you know I'm not gonna do it again kind of idea mm. which is like it already it already knows it already experienced it do, it doesn't wanna like it doesn't wanna go there again because they know of like alright is this person right for me is this person not you know yeah. so it's like mm-hmm. honoring that truth even more regardless of your sense of comfort so it's mm-hmm. like um, you know sometimes for me like this sign of placement sometimes it can, it can just be you know if a native if, if a person has this placement it can just feel like oh like you don't want to leave a relationship or something sacred to you just because you feel that it's unsafe to leave it like yeah. you will put yourself in danger mm-hmm. once you leave a, a yeah. relationship when it's, when it's it's not true at all mm-hmm. you know yeah um, so those mm-hmm. are the kind of like framings you can see it um a very fertile creative year for sure mm-hmm. um Uh, another thing that is being activated here is actually your palace athena so palace athena is considered um an asteroid it is not a planet necessarily so it is not something that is given a large signification in terms of importance but then just because i just want to point it out for you this upcoming year could also have a lot um some palace story to it so meaning that there's a lot of strategizing happening this year um that is perhaps about your creativity and it's so funny because you're literally going to your birthday on your birthday you're going to a poetry show yeah and you're a poetry open mind you're doing (laughs) a poetry open mind which is such an example and that is why birthdays are so important because around the time Around the week of your birthday, even right now, I feel it's already semi-activated. Yeah. Um, My
0: birthday's in ten, four days. It's in four days. So yeah. it's already
2: there. We're already, like, within... You know, this is what astrology is. It is it's dynamic. It's mm-hmm. not, like, static of, like, ah, ah, ah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's already, like, slowly the energy is already sipping in, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so, yeah, you are expressing. And maybe, you know, maybe the poetry is about something that you love. Maybe it's about your processing about your love life. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's also about something you're processing internally. It's very vulnerable in a way, right? Um, it's about tapping into the vulnerability part of who you are and how... And I think now I have a quote for you for this upcoming year. One of it is like, vulnerability is power.
0: Vulnerability is power. Yeah. I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. yeah.
2: Because there is something about, you know, the 11th house you know it's like once you show up to your community with a sense of vulnerability of who you are and what you stand for with them um it creates this opening for other people perhaps to collaborate with you um or perhaps for them to kind of like oh yeah like i want to be i have experienced that i want to be part of that too you know um so yeah there's a lot of um pulling in the energy this year um Mm -hmm. yeah
0: yeah yeah I like that. I like that a lot. I think definitely like me getting more like comfortable, like considering myself a poet, like actually Mm -hmm. like being like this is something that I am, and like being like vulnerable because yeah, there's I I oftentimes don't share my poetry until like ten five years, Mm. like all my poetry that I published are really old because I just. It's very vulnerable for me. Yeah. But I think I need to get rid of that and be like, it's fine to publish something that I was thinking about last week, even though it's, like, very personal for me, you know? Yes, exactly. So, no, that's really cool.
2: I felt that definitely with my, um, I was in love recently, and then I was writing poetry like Cray, Mm -hmm. um, and I put it on my Substack, and I also published one of them on my Instagram, and then, like, you know, people find it beautiful, and people find it revealing and opening. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, just share it out there. Mm -hmm um definitely that's one of the prospects Mm -hmm. um this upcoming year um another thing i would also point out your career life might have something there as well um just because i see the mc you know like when when i when i say you are in a venus year um your taurus house is activated but your libra house libra is another venus sign so in astrology one planet rules two signs together, except for the sun and moon. Mm-hmm. The sun is only ruling Leo, and the moon is ruling Cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, so Libra house is also becoming important. So that's why I was like, "Oh wow, there's something you're doing this year that is actually quite prominent. Maybe it's also in terms of the work, your your job, your legacy. You're thinking a lot about um, what do you want to move towards as well. Like what if, what is that you're fulfilling with?" Um, The moon is also about the resources, so I think it's like there's something about this year too. You're like, all right, you're doing a almost like a stock check, you know, Mm -hmm. like all right, what do I have in my life? Mm
1: -hmm.
2: But what do I want more? Right. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's not just what do I want more. I want more in a very intentional way. Mm -hmm. I want it to really reflect who I want, who I am becoming, Mm -hmm. rather than who I was in the past.
0: yeah. 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 No, that's really cool. Yeah.
2: Okay. Um, another thing I want to point out um, I also do this reading with regards to the solar return. So it's like there's another chart that's um, becoming important this year for you. So this is so just now what we have just looked at is just your natal chart mm-hmm. and what is being activated. This is the chart of. The exact birthday, the exact solar return.
0: Okay, so this is like, (laughs) before we were looking at like my 28th year. Yes. Now we're looking at 1994.
2: Or... Sorry, now we're looking at 90... No, now we're looking at... Before we're looking at your 1994 chart, but we are looking at what planet is activated. Mm -hmm. But then now we're looking at this year, 2022. Oh. Solar return. So, we're, we're talking about 14 December 2022.
0: Oh. On your birthday itself. Oh, okay. Got it. Got it.
2: Which is kind of amazing because you have a Leo moon.
1: Uh-huh.
0: So,
2: natally, in your natal chart just now, by design, you have a Taurus moon. But then, in your solar return chart, you have a natal moon in Leo so that's why I was like wow you're going to perform Mm -hmm. which is very Leo 9 in nature Mm -hmm. Leo is always related to performance there there are tons of celebrities Mm -hmm. with Leo placements Mm -hmm. it's like it's beyond like you don't even need to do research like tons of Hollywood stars have Leo placements Because Leo is like the natural performer.
0: Right. So like this isn't necessarily like. Because my moon is in Taurus. But like for this particular year. For this
2: particular year.
0: I have more of like a Leo moon.
2: Yes. You have a Leo moon. So Mm -hmm. it's like. What I'm doing right now. Is like. Your birth chart is something in the past. Right. It's static. But then I am doing some sort of timing techniques to it. Mm -hmm. But part of that overlay. Is for me to like. Okay. What is her chart this year? Mm -hmm. So meaning that you have a 22 degrees moon so so we call it solar return chart so Mm -hmm. this is like solar return Mm. so we call it solar return and the the reason why we call it solar return it's quite easy (laughs) literally the sun move around the earth like the the earth move around the sun Mm -hmm. and then the, it comes to a point where it becomes the exact degree as your birthday, hmm. so hmm. sometimes solar return can also be the day before or the day after. Oh, okay, it doesn't follow like the day itself; it follows mm. the degree of the yeah. sun placement.
0: So, sorry, is mm-hmm. this gonna is this just for my particular birthday, or is it for the entire year? For the entire year. Okay, so okay, this okay.
2: will be the kind of like for me, I see it as the second layer testimony, mm-hmm. or I I use it as a supportive chart. to look into my predictions and kind of just, like, talk to a client of, like, okay, what other things will be important this year, right? Um, And so, in the solar return chart, we have the moon in Leo becomes very prominent, so there is some story here where um, you will somehow have some, like, prominent moment this year. Maybe it, with regards to your career. Maybe it's also re- regards to your creativity. We're going to look into your um, overlay charts later. Mm-hmm. I'm just, like, I always do some sort of, like, prepping, in a way, of yeah. this chart. Almost, mm-hmm. like, prepping the ingredients, right? Mm-hmm. Um The moon conjuncts um, very late Leo, so there is a sense of, like, visibility, a sense of, like, you know, Leo is a performer. So maybe this year, the performer side of you is coming out even more, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of interesting. We're talking about performance. We're mm-hmm. talking about etc. You are also a Scorpio rising this year. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say your Capricorn rising is not valid. Mm-hmm. But then remember our chart earlier, you do have Venus and Scorpio, right? Yeah. And so there's this resonance of the idea of the Scorpionic energy that becomes here. Um, it's important for you. So maybe there is something about this year for me feels like you are um, kind of like perhaps even focusing on your privacy or your inner life. Mm-hmm. And how is that changing you? There's a lot of like transmutation that is going on this year. It's yeah. like your um, Scorpio is also one of the sign of alchemy, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, how can you be... Um, burn to the ashes and then rise up like a phoenix oh you know? okay um, yeah so that's also part of the archetypal language for the year ahead for you as well
0: yeah so it's very much like almost like stripping everything i know mm-hmm. and then kind of being reborn Is very that like- much reborn yeah.
2: and perhaps that process of rebirth comes through languages. So it's Mm -hmm. interesting here, Scorpio rising, but it's being led by Mars in Gemini. So in your need, because right now the stars, in the stars right now, Mm -hmm. Mars is in Gemini. Mm -hmm. So you are being led by Mars in Gemini, sort of like direction Mm -hmm. of life. Mm -hmm. And so there is this sense of like, how do I um, transmute what was, um, it's also in the eighth house. So it's like transmuting sort of like, traumatic stories or transmuting some sort of like healing sort of sorry like the ways in which I felt like um I do don't deserve something or maybe something other people tell me that is not true anymore Mm. sometimes that's also part of the um, 8th house work of like
0: what's the 8th house?
2: 8th house is usually the house of transformation Mm. the house of um I call it I call it also the house of like ancestral sort of trauma Mm. in a way sometimes Mm. it's like usually 8th house are the things that um people are just conditioned you, yourself to, but, like, you want to fight against it. You're like, okay, who who told me that I can't do this thing? Yeah. Like, for example, me embracing magic or me embracing spirituality. Like, Eighth House, for me, has a lot of, like, buy- all right, who made me feel that I have lost agency? Mm-hmm. Can I name them? Maybe I could, but maybe I can't, right? Um, what are the people... Who are the people? Or maybe what is the kind of conditions that makes me feel limited? and so there's always a question of this year um about agency about what are you doing with the words um the mind what are you telling yourself with regards to the choices that you have currently Mm -hmm. um fear as well right you know fear is also a present thing but like i think it's more about you mobilizing i think the word is like mobilizing um choices Mm -hmm. this year it's like you're almost opening up new choices for your life yeah yeah
0: seems like a very transformative year then it is it (laughs) is
2: kind of bizarre how it feels very transformative just because like i'm looking at like how it lines up for you um so this is a chart where we combine both of those charts together right and so there's this emphasis on um the moon becoming in the 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 eighth house and, the, uh, and so you are performing you are doing some sort of like activity here which is related to like I don't know there's something about this here feels like you're fighting for what you want almost yeah
0: so this is um the two charts we saw before yes combined. they are combined yeah. look at
2: this and, and look at this chart it perfectly lines up the sun
0: yeah what does that mean I have no idea <laughs> because
2: um the idea of solar return yeah the sun comes back to the original position mm, okay so that's how the chart it's activated it's yeah. like oh daisy's been living for 94 years but on 14 december at this particular a.m mm-hmm. you know it actually happens quite earlier than your birthday time right because yeah. if we go by like oh 7 15 is my birthday mm-hmm. in the next morning right for example but like actually no your the, the sun already returned earlier that night so while you were sleeping at twelve forty, yeah
0: so um, yeah. like 12:40 a.m. Yeah, in yeah. the morning. It's yeah. when
2: it's um uh, but, it, but, it, but also but but also to your birth location time. Mm. So it's like, you know, that that. Okay. That. So yeah. yeah. So anyways, um so the sun becomes come back to their original position. And so you have this different story coming coming up. Um I do feel there's something about uh, this year definitely like focusing on the self almost um like re- really like Almost like fighting for what you want. Like Mars is somehow important for you this year as well. Like Mars seems to be like doing some sort of thing here for you. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's not just that you are, um, it's not just Venus. Venus for me is, you know, the planet of love and connections and, you know, finding your people. But there's also something this year for me, now that I'm looking at your chart together, um, there is something about really fighting for yourself almost like fighting for your inner life or maybe when I say fighting it's not just like you're literally fighting right? it's like advocating I think the word yeah Um, I think it's also about advocating for your needs and your desires are um, as well so yeah you know. no, that, and I, yeah. are you going to be doing more podcasting as well? Because I feel like that's also part of this year.
0: Really? Yeah. I really hope so. Because I say <laughs> every single year at the start of the year, I'm like, I'm going to commit to recording every week. I say it in the beginning of every year mm-hmm. and then I don't do it. So I hope that yeah, the, the hope way so. that the chart is laid out, I want to do more podcasts. I mm-hmm. want to actually make this like a real thing
1: a real thing and
0: I think that's a whole, like what you mentioned about fighting for myself yeah. as well like actually like it's almost like a battle within myself of like you know actually pushing through and committing to what I say yeah, yeah yeah
2: no I think it will come I feel like I do feel like you know this house becoming perfected this month right so this is like the whole um, so you're it, this is where I get a bit technical where mm-hmm. you can cut you could even cut it up even more Mm. there's a reason why it's a 12 thing it's Mm -hmm. basically like a 12 month sequence right so it's like there is a story here i feel like you know maybe you'll feel more inspired of it sometime in like you know this is december this is january maybe in mid-february maybe in mid-february you will feel something about whatever you're beginning this year um and then you'll come back to it or something Mm. um and you know and then maybe march you're also even focusing on that more i don't know i feel like february march has something there for you um and then um sorry this is february march april may i think may may mid may until mid july mid june so when i say may it means that it activates 14 may until blah 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 blah. you know it's like it's very like calculative in that sense so i feel like um february february mid-february mid-march is important i feel like mid-may uh mid-may to actually until june july is also somehow important yeah um for you as well um and then august september perhaps important for mm-hmm. sure um so yeah i feel like that's also part of the story here because it's like there's when i say important there's usually some sort of like something Extraordinary Or something quite significant Happens to yeah. your life So um, it's more yeah. so
0: Of just like Being more present And aware During those times yes. And like seeing like, And seeing yeah. What yeah.
2: is um, fruitful And what is coming up You know yeah. um,
0: No that's very helpful Honestly Yeah Like it's so crazy The way you read this It is just like It is truly like a science like I have this, I know this, right this like gibberish to me like, <laughs> I have no idea what you're reading right I now. know like <laughs> I'm
2: fine like if you want to like take yeah. a photo a snapshot of mm-hmm. this and like upload it anywhere right yeah, it's like, yeah yeah it is it is a technique it is something um because I am very um intimate with the language I like I yeah. can see things and I'm like all right this is our potential and all astrologers are different right yeah. it's like someone might be seeing this and might completely give you a different point of view about your upcoming year I right. mean mm-hmm. I wouldn't say they would be too far off. For me, yeah. I was like, I would just say that like different astrologers are meant to tell you different things. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm also not surprised if there is something this year that you are actually meeting. Um,
0: the love of my life. <laughs> like
2: potential important yeah. people in your life as yeah. well, just because mm-hmm. your house of romance becoming activated. So there's yeah. also something there. Um, mm-hmm. to be honest, um, there is something there, and maybe you know. Maybe that person is like Uranus, right? It's like um, like a genius or something. Like a, mm-hmm. someone who's very much like, ooh, like wouldn't expect that person or whatever. They might surprise you, yeah. you know.
0: Because um, you've mentioned Venus, Venus a lot. So it seems like this year, like something will happen along mm-hmm. those lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Something will happen along those lines. And I also feel like, you know, it, it could also be like a primer for like the next two years almost. It's like maybe there's someone here that will show up in your life and they'll be be very important for the next two years. Okay. Um, when it, it's not like I say not to say that oh the relationship will end in two years, no, but I think it's more so that's like there's a partnership here that's quite important. Yeah, come, that
0: seems like it spans over two years. That it spans over two years yeah. and that
2: it and, and maybe in two years it becomes solidified even mm. more. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be business partnerships. I'm not trying to limit it to like just Mm -hmm. purely you know love right Mm. so it could be business partnerships but like you know i'm looking at this and i'm like hmm there's a there's a there's a chance here yeah Yeah. okay okay yeah yeah and so um that's definitely part of it um so i feel like that feels complete you do have any other intentions with regards to like your Mm. birthday or your birth chart
0: any more intention Um. so I think we've talked a lot about like potential mm-hmm. and like the transformative nature of this year mm-hmm. what are the things I should be worried about like is there anything like concerning mm-hmm. on my chart that you see
2: yeah okay so one thing is that like sometimes I like to look at the position of the first house um, as like the general health conditions and also the sixth house together um, for you just because you know you do have like the first house Capricorn and right now saturn is in the saturn is in a um air sign and your mars the transit mars right now is also in an air sign so for me there is something about this upcoming year a lot of like you know maintaining the mental health um kind of stories and maybe it's even like you know maybe journaling would help this year for you to like alleviate part of the more mental malefic energy. When I say malefic, it is... Malefic is... Mars and Saturn are considered malefic in the um, traditional astrology. Mm-hmm. Venus and Jupiter is considered benefic. So in a Venus year, er- allegedly, you're supposed to be getting like more good things. But mm-hmm. then it also depends on the chart, right? Right. Um, and so... But then the malefics in your chart right now... Um, is it the air sign so meaning it's just about like the mental activity that you're trying to keep up uh, maybe you know any issues surrounding like you know how much you want to do more it's like you know Mars is always want to go 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 right but then maybe there's something about this year that will make you like oh I want to rethink a bit about that um, how am I approaching my mental health how am I approaching my sense of self my sense of like self-valuation because um, Saturn is moving through your second house. So it's like, it is about like, um, reckoning with the inner confidence, mm-hmm. the inner self-worth. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, do I feel I'm paid enough? Or do I feel like that's not my priority? I want to feel that I know shit, you know, kind of just like feeling. Yeah. Um, no, that, that's very helpful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're also like, in a way prepping yourself for Saturn return Mm -hmm. because you have Saturn in Pisces and next year will be important for you, actually um, prepping you towards your Saturn in Pisces return. Usually whenever people in their late 20s to the early 30s, they experience Saturn return where um, things will transform in their life. But for you, just because the nature of your perfection year, I feel like those changes have already been happen. Mm. so mm. it's just like slowly progressing towards this new reality that you will be embracing
0: yeah for sure no that's very yeah. helpful and the, and the tip to journal I think has been very helpful as well yeah yeah like free hand journaling has really helped me these last mm-hmm. few months get through what I was going through and yeah. everything like that so like that's good advice record yourself too I would say Um, yeah
2: sometimes air sign what would be you're not like you don't have much air placement but I think that's just some you do have lots of like more physical right maybe for you it's like you know you do have a Taurus moon here um which is very physical kind of like emotions but however just because you know there is a focus on the emotion this year um um how do you maintain that through journaling a uh, to just saying because i think part of it this year right which i was saying about um sorry that's okay <laughs> um i was talking about like cultivating your inner confidence and inner knowing mm-hmm. so maybe that's also part of you like you know you have your own therapist uh you have your therapist but it can also be good for you to just like record yourself processing certain feelings if it's like so loud or whatever, like you just record yourself so that you have a documentation of it, and like you can reflect on it.
0: Yeah, later. I used to do that a lot. I used to like vlog myself just for mm. me. So I have like a bunch of old videos of me talking through things. Wow, this was like back in under. I haven't done it since undergrad, but I feel like I should do it again. Yeah, I feel like that would be like very therapeutic. That is
2: very therapeutic. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I was seeing lots of air yeah. in the chart. Um, mm-hmm. not like air, like the malefic air. Mm-hmm. Um, that are present. Uh, but other than that, like, you know, things are things are doing okay, honestly. Um, making lots of friends this year are important. I feel like you're going to be... Um, there's something about your community houses here that seems very fruitful, at least in terms of the transit. Yeah. Like, there's something about the people in your surrounding, people who are in your local environment, that the people that you connect with on your day-to-day. So that could even be people at work, mm-hmm. people that you spend time during the weekend, the communities that you're, like... You know, maybe this poetry community that you go to opening up something else as well. We never know. Right. And so it's like there is a desire to um, explore community in a very intentional way. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. no no that, that, I feel like that resonates as well I feel like I've definitely made a lot of close friends here in New York mm-hmm. which I feel very blessed to say <laughs> so yeah I think leaning into that and like just being more open to like making those connections and yes. feeling them out I think is very very truthful yes yes yeah.
2: yes uh, so cool yeah it's so amazing right <laughs> mm-hmm. it's so bizarre how everything just it's lines so up.
0: weird how it lines up it really is it
2: really yeah. is mm-hmm. so uh, my final takeaway from this chart is that yeah I do feel um, there's something important happening this year with regards to your inner life um, doing performance would really help this year there is a the desire this year to almost like get out of your comfort zone a bit in a way which mm-hmm. is kind of interesting it's like the Taurus moon is squaring that leo moon uh-huh. yeah. so it's like that's why i always just like yeah like you know if you don't tell your story people don't know about it right it's yeah. like um and it's not about being selfish i think it's also about um recognizing that whatever power you have internally that's also worthy of sharing with other people so that like you know for me it's like you know, like, Lizo's quote, like, if I'm shining, everybody's going to shine. Kind mm-hmm. of idea is always good. Like, yeah. Vulnerability like, is power. Vulnerability is power. Yeah. Like, there is mm-hmm. a sense this year where once you put it out there, you never know people would show up for it. Right? Yeah. yeah. I love it yes so cool so great yes. um, and now we're going to transition mm-hmm. a bit into tarot yeah
0: and i do think i do appreciate mm-hmm. you like i feel like you're giving me like a longer reading than you usually do so like yes. i really really appreciate that um <laughs> so because i am like very new to this so like i yeah. know like you've know had to explain things that are probably like very obvious to people that do this all the time uh, no no
2: yeah. i'm arriving at whatever my clients are mm-hmm. so it's like yeah. it's definitely i like this is part of me, my practice right yeah. so
1: um
2: Okay, so now okay. we're transitioning more into tarot. Okay. So, mm-hmm. um, obviously, usually I do this reading online mm-hmm. over Zoom with people. Yeah. So, um, I pick cards mm-hmm. for them. But because mm-hmm. you're here,
1: mm-hmm.
2: um, let's pull card. You yourself pulling
0: your oh, cards. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Okay. So, um, your cards are really cool. I love the black. I know. They're I'm,
2: I'm beautiful. Bringing an all black to the other I know, just like feeling like yeah. it, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: Okay, so I just pick how many? So
2: I like to start with like the five, Um, I call it like the soul story this year. Yeah. Um, So pull five cards, do it in order in a way. So it's like, yeah. I'm almost doing the you like an unraveling journey.
0: Okay, yeah. got so it. So do five it. cards first. Okay, do I have to do I have to do it in this like big Yeah, yeah, okay, just okay. put it in
2: sequence. I don't care. But yeah. it
0: doesn't, doesn't matter. It doesn't oh.
2: matter from wherever it is. But
0: I put it in the sequence. You
2: put it in a five sequence. Oh,
0: okay, so got no. it, got it, okay. I don't know why, but it's like I'm drawn to like the middle of the deck oh, for some I love. reason. Yeah, trust your intuition. Yeah, so I'm drawn to the middle <laughs> and I'm drawn to like doing it in like order. So mm-hmm. we'll do this, we'll do four, and then maybe we'll do like one more like right here. Yes. I think that that, that feels good. All right, okay. perfect.
2: Yeah. So we have five cards laid out. Mm-hmm. Um, And then we have like, let's just read them out, right? For mm-hmm. people to know um, yeah. what is it. So oh i love this death this is scorpio energy (laughs) okay so the first card we have ace of swords Mm -hmm. the second card we have the magician Mm. the third card we have the page of cups yeah this one is death yeah as a major arcana and then the sun okay which is like
0: a picture of this i know we're probably gonna take pictures anyway but like i feel like this is a good like um, photo op moment. Yeah, like maybe like even like social media moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, go so ahead. I'm just gonna yeah. do like a little live social media. Mm-hmm. I know we're on the podcast right now, but this is so cool. Yeah. a podcast. <laughs> Yay.
2: We're interpreting the cards. Yeah.
0: Okay. Um. I'll save it. I'll post it later. Okay. No. Do, do okay, it. Okay. Okay.
2: All right. Yes. Um. So. Uh. So this is our the story this year.
0: Yeah. Does this uh, does this feel? Yeah. Yeah. This
2: feel. Um sometimes I would reorient the card sometimes, but like Mm -hmm. this one feels like, okay, it's like that right here. Yeah. So there's an evolution this year where there's an Ace of Swords. Mm -hmm. So meaning that this year will be full of ideas. Mm -hmm. Um, There's a lot of ideas here that you want to initiate. Ace of Swords is a, is such a like, you know, it's like championing the truth almost. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And so there is something about this year that is a lot about you championing your truth. Mm-hmm. Or like um, ideating something and doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The the Ace are the beginning card, so I love it to see it at the, like at the beginning almost, right? Yeah. And so there is something about this year where you are like thinking a lot, which is kind of funny because I just gave told you like, okay, don't overthink so much <laughs> make sure. Maybe that's also partly why, right? Maybe you are in a way strategizing or. Um, ruminating something about the future or even about um, creating something new. Mm -hmm. The aces are all about new beginnings. So there's an immense power of new beginning this year. Mm -hmm. And then how is that translated into the magician? So I do feel like you're not just trying to ideate this year, you're trying to make it happen.
0: Like manifest. Manifesting. Mm -hmm. So whenever
2: people get the magician, um, magician is a... um, manifestation card it is when you feel like i have this resource i have this resource i have that how can i make it together and create a magic right it's like creating something Mm -hmm. so it's like the magician is like well equipped so something about this year will be about like you knowing your stuff and like just showing up to it it's a very much like a very direct magician is usually um you know when you're in a kitchen like Mm -hmm. i'm using kitchen example and then You have all your utensils, you have all your prep ingredients, and you just have to make the food. Mm -hmm. So that's literally the magician power. Magician is literally like, I have everything. I can create something from those everything that I have. Mm. Um, So there's a a strong energy of creation. Look at her. Like, look at this image, right? It's like someone who's like channeling. Mm-hmm. From something more divine. It's like almost. alchemy.
0: I don't know if alchemy is the right word. No, yeah. no,
2: mag- magician is mm-hmm. part of the alchemy. Yeah. It is mm-hmm. like a self initiated sort of alchemy. It's also yeah. the first card in the major arcana. So, tarot mm-hmm. is usually divided into like the major arcana, which is more important, and then the minor arcana, which is like this the aces, mm-hmm. the one, two, three, fours mm-hmm. until kings and queens, right? Um, and so, when once a magician comes up, it is a major card. Mm-hmm and so there is something about this year of like I want it I will do it
0: yeah like so, I want it I'm gonna go get it like I have all these ideas through Ace of Swords mm-hmm. and now through the magician I'm going to like make it happen
2: you're gonna make it happen yes, so this year it. is a lot about like making it happen sort of year mm-hmm. um which is kind of interesting I was like looking at your chart I was like yeah there is this energy of like making it happen mm-hmm. um and just doing it right and like ha- having this idea of like I'll just do it yeah. like you know I'll just do it on my own mm-hmm. you know um and that's also very part of the magician the magician is always much like self initiation sort of mm-hmm. thing um and then you have the page of cups which for me is about creativity so now we have like resonance with your birth chart earlier mm-hmm. page of cups is about um becoming curious again mm-hmm. um becoming curious with perhaps love maybe or um becoming curious with your um intimacy with your sense of creation right it's like what is it that I want to create more of in my life that makes me feel fulfilling
0: is it like Uh, burning cups like what is no it's actually water
2: this is water cups are water so it's like that's actually a fish coming out of that that cup of water so usually page of cups could also sometimes represent an offering so it's like um, but pages are usually very grounded in the sense of like they take their time right Mm. so it's like there's something about this year where you feel like Oh, like there are all this offerings, so it could just be like you know, maybe people come into your life. You know, just suddenly they want to offer their love to you. Suddenly, yeah, um, that's also a possibility with the Page of Cups. Um, however, there's also a sense of like, how am I getting more intimate with the things that I love? And I think that's also, mm. um, it's almost a re exploration of mm. something you've always been curious about, yeah. um, and also finding inspiration. I realize whenever people get Page of Cups. Mm. It's always like a year where they feel internally inspired, or maybe it's also like externally stimulated by something, Mm -hmm. and then becoming internally inspired. So page of cups is like such an artist sort of card. Yeah, like it's very much like ah, like I want to do this. Yeah, I'm perhaps new to this. There's a youthfulness to it Mm -hmm. as a card. Like compared it to the queen, the queen is more of like okay i'm establishing this i'm like way up here but pages they are more intimate they're more on the ground mm-hmm.
0: um like page like uh, sorry like okay so page like you like doing a, your poetry yeah. for the first
2: time is such a page of cups yeah. moment it's like well.
0: a page of servant like i don't am just curious like because mm-hmm. like magician i understand but uh-huh. page of cups like what is a page of cups like oh yeah
2: so page of cups are in the in the ranking is usually like one to ten and mm-hmm. then we start with pages mm-hmm. And then we have knights, oh. queen, queens, and kings. Right. So uh-huh. pages are usually like the 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 one that is like the messenger, like the page. Yeah. So it's like they, they almost like the page are usually like the one mm-hmm. de- delivering the scrolls or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um. But then the cups are always about creativity, so that's why there's always this sense of like um, a discovery or a sense of curiosity mm-hmm. towards something that you're actually um creative. Yeah. creating okay that makes yeah. sense that makes sense okay got it got yeah. it got it so that's yeah. why it's like mm-hmm. there's an element of surprise in the peach mm-hmm. usually yeah. because um, the peaches comes after um, the Knight of cups uh, no before the Knight of cups so it's mm-hmm. like the peaches are always the first yeah so there's a the water parts of life becoming like oh richer
0: yeah okay mean. Yeah. cool nice mm-hmm. and then
2: another archetype that is important for you this upcoming year is death so death is a scary card right whenever people get it it's like what is death like what Uh is it what does that mean does that mean like something is dead in my life yeah um no like usually whenever people get death cards Mm -hmm. it's actually a lot more about processing death that is in the past or Mm -hmm. um this is part of the word that i was saying the transmutation Mm -hmm. death is like like composing there's something that you're doing like there's a compost work that you're doing this year um when I say this year it's like your birthday year mm-hmm. um that you are really like you know the deads and the bones you're just like burying it and you're like yeah you know we're not opening that again you know mm. um death could also represent an experience of like death-like moment when I say death as a death-like moment is some sort of like a a spiritual sort of um dark night of the soul yeah. kind of idea like a loss
1: maybe. Uh, yeah
2: like a loss yeah. so maybe you're feeling that more um i feel like maybe the full moon in scorpio which is sometime in may june maybe mm-hmm. right maybe during that time um april april may uh april may sort of time which is the, that that's when we get the full moon so maybe that's potentially where um but then i feel like death when i would look at it as a card it can feel scary but actually yeah. it's a good thing because <sighs> you know when once you bury something, it becomes like it becomes nutrients for something else. Yeah, like, you
0: mentioned like the f- ashes and like rise from the ashes. I know, so, I know. This so the, actually fits. It fits. It yeah. kind of like, and mm-hmm.
2: it's so funny because um, usually the magician is Mercury. We never talk about Mercury much in your in your chart, uh-huh. um, but I think that's also part of the idea of magician. It's about like you making it happen, you feeling like you're a channel for something bigger. Hence, you're doing it right. Mm-hmm. Um, death is related to. Scorpio. Mm-hmm. So we were just talking about your Venus and Scorpio becoming mm-hmm. a time lord, becoming mm-hmm. a planet that is important for you in the upcoming mm-hmm. year. And then we have death here as a card um which corresponds to that same zodiac. So mm-hmm. um so it is about that. I feel like it's part of the Phoenix rising from the ashes. It is about like making for me death, like for me I like when I'm sorry, I started to see this death, right? Like oh my god, like when all like look at all the flowers that are, like, flourishing yeah. around the dead skeleton body, mm-hmm. right? It's, like, there's always this idea that when something is dead, something else is being reborn, right? Yeah. Um, and so it could also be about your partnerships life. It could be about, like, your love or, like, your sense of, like, intimacy with mm-hmm. your creativity. You know, maybe mm-hmm. there's something here in your, your home life, you know? Yeah. You're definitely, like, changing homes, changing mm-hmm. perspectives. Um, that's also part of it.
0: Yeah. No, that... That's so crazy like when you when you draw the cards how they fit like that. It really does fit though. It fits, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Um
2: and then there's the sun, which I really love. Mm-hmm. The sun is all about happiness. Yeah. Um, it's all about like um championing the inner child. Yeah. Um there's a lot about this year which I feel like you, even you performing um you
1: mm-hmm.
2: know, performance is such an inner child thing, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's like, yeah, growing up, I feel like what is your earliest sense of performance? Like, yeah, like a member during my high, like, like, you know, elementary school or whatever, um, kindergarten concert or whatever, um, that you feel like the inner child there. Mm-hmm. So the sun here, um, usually the sun on a very standard way, like usually people love the card because it's like the sun usually represents happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, For me, it represents luminance and Mm. prominence. Mm -hmm. Um, There is something about this upcoming year where you will stand tall and you will be like, Oh my God, I am so happy. I'm so fulfilled. I'm so glad I did this. Um, I'm so glad that I answered the calling of my inner child. Mm -hmm. And so as much as we talk about the hard stuff, which is like the healing, whatever processing that you're doing... You know, do not forget to, to show up for your joy. You know, the sun is about the queer joy almost. It's like the, literally yeah. the joyful card. Mm-hmm. Um, the sun is this expression of the source itself. Mm-hmm. Usually whenever people, people get the sun card, usually there is a sense of like... Being very proud of what you as an individual have to offer to the world. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, oftentimes we live in a society where um obviously we feel like oh my god at the end of the day everyone is special hence i am just a regular person i mean you know it's like it's not that right it's like no everyone is special hence Mm -hmm. everyone should honor the fullest expression of how special they are Mm -hmm. because it makes the world better right because it makes the world more fulfilling because everyone is showing up as they are you know Mm -hmm. and so the sun here for you it becomes more important um to, to be the realist in a way right you know wh- whatever that word is you know we all have different conception etc but I, I feel that um there's something about this year where you will feel fulfilled is a, a, about like at the end of it like you whatever you're going through is like a um showing up for your inner fulfillment and inner joy inner joy and i was talking about the inner child earlier um you know part of the process of becoming an adult etc is also about um healing the inner child which is Mm -hmm. about like telling like telling ourselves a different story or whatever we didn't get in the past Mm -hmm. right um for example i used to think about like you know i have this certain conditioning surrounding oh i couldn't i never like i did that strategy when i was a child but i didn't get what i want um how can i change that how can Mm -hmm. i be more um receptive towards something in a very different way so for example recently on twitter i remember i am going to use this example forever i don't know why maybe because i have so i wanted this talisman i wanted this magical um jewelry thing um because it's related to jupiter it's supposed to bring you good luck etc i really wanted it um but it cost like 300 plus plus. It is like an investment. I mean, it's like a legit magical thing. Someone put their money and put your like blood, sweat and tears, whatever, mm-hmm. um, into it. And then I was like, I really want it. And I was like, but I don't have the capacity for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and what I did was that I literally just asked about it online. I Because I have Twitter friends, a lot of them actually. Um, my astrological Twitter community. um, and I tweeted it. I was like, "Oh, it would be so nice if someone could, you know, sponsor me a um, talisman that yeah. I'm, I'm, I want." Mm-hmm. And then someone DM me, one of my friend astrologer Palace. They were like, "I can't sponsor you the full thing, mm-hmm. but I'm willing to chip in."
0: That's so sweet.
2: And then suddenly, it transformed into a um, fundraising. for my talisman thing which is so cutesy right it feels very cutesy Um, and then people started Venmoing me um, and I got it until like two thirds like halfway to I I needed $125 more Mm -hmm. Um, and then I remember there was one night I was like oh my god like I was already like retweeting like it was al- already more than a week on Twitter mm-hmm. I was like retweeting it almost every other day or something like whenever I feel like it, I'm like oh we'll yeah. still have like blah 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 laugh mm-hmm. um and then I reposted it into my Instagram and there was a friend on my Instagram who literally um not my friend I, I call it my friend obviously all my clients are my friend mm-hmm. my- one of my past clients yeah um she re- suddenly like reached out to me she was like how much do you need left let me just venmo you with that and i was like wait what and so yeah that was such an inner child moment for me i literally scream at a cafe i was like
1: yes
2: <laughs> you know so it's yeah. like because i feel that's also part of inner child moment because it's like you know in the past whenever i ask asked things from my parents for example like, it's not like i always get them obviously but like mm-hmm. i don't usually ask for things yeah and so but then whenever i don't get it i i ascribe a sense of like, oh, I don't get it. Hence, it's a reflective of my behavior, blah blah blah. When in fact, it's just like maybe it's just not available at that point. Maybe they don't realize how important it is at that point mm-hmm. too, right? For me, mm-hmm. right? Um, and so yeah, there's something about that courage. Obviously, inner child work requires a lot of courage. Uh, but also it's also about like retelling of what you feel that you are deserving in this world, and yeah. I feel like that's also part of the son story. Mm-hmm. So I think overall this upcoming year um
0: this tells a beautiful story honestly i know yeah. i know
2: um mm-hmm. so it's interesting i seem
0: like the death card comes before the sun i know yeah. so it feels
2: like very liberating very lots of curiosity you know maybe you will be threading it alone for a bit but mm-hmm. i feel like there are people going to be showing up for you for sure um yeah yeah like, but really realigning with your sense of self here yeah
0: because, Like, um, I did like an archetypal reading with mm-hmm. a friend one time. She's like an archetypal consultant, she's so smart. Uh-huh. And she mentioned that, like, my inner child is like the magic child. So, like, mm. I've always been like, you know, I see the magic in things, I like, and 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 I will always see the magic in things. Yeah, like, just like channel, channel that inner child of like wonder and mystic wow. and like and, and and really catering to that part of me. That's I think it beautiful. It feels it resonates with me at least right now. So, yeah, yeah. no,
2: it makes sense and I'm looking mm-hmm. at your chart too and I'm like mm-hmm. yeah that's definitely you know that Sagittarian mm-hmm. Piscean magic of like the inner child and yeah. That, like yeah that that feels very much maybe that's also part of the fifth house work that you're doing the fifth house is about mm-hmm. the creativity and yeah. cre- like one thing I didn't say to you mm-hmm. the fifth house is also a house of children oh but I didn't bring it up yeah. just because you know it's not like you're at a cap at the stage you have
0: right I don't have work. kids <laughs>
2: um but mm-hmm. um what, what I realized is that usually it is about a you year where you're also tending to your inner you know, child
0: yeah so. I think a lot of people don't necessarily take the time to do that you yeah You really gotta like love like baby Daisy is what I call yeah it. like, you baby call
2: baby Daisy, Daisy mm-hmm. and then perhaps even having images of her yeah. uh, of them whatever and kind of just like oh my god like you know this was me when I was smaller when I was innocent and mm-hmm. when I was like m- when I was looking at life in a very different way. Um, and how do I still carry part of that dream, right? It's like, people always assume that, um, you know, for me, I'm like, yeah, like, our bodies are like, it's historical in a way, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, we are carrying this body since we were young, so it's like, there's a lot of memories, you know, Mm -hmm. like, you know, the, the, the book, right? The Body Keeps Score. Mm-hmm. And I read parts of it because, like, how trauma is being shot by the body. And, like, yeah, like, for me, it's like, yeah, trauma is lived in body, but, like, stories are also living in the, like, you know, the joyful stories also live in there. And so, how do we, as a person, as an individual, right here, right now, and maybe, like, the more adult version of ourselves, is able to honor that inner child mm-hmm. and inner child sense of wonder, as right, you're saying. Right, right, yeah. Wow, your ma- your yeah. archetype thing really matches this it's thing. It's yeah. so,
0: so cool how, yeah. like, it, like, I don't, I don't know, like, people that, uh, yeah, I, I don't know why I keep talking about the skeptics. The people that don't believe it, it's just like, it's just cool to like give in to it sometimes. You yeah. Know? like, it really does show you things about yourself and like, I feel so like energized for the year. like, no, <laughs> seriously, I feel like, no, like, I, feel like I, I I have like a path, mm-hmm. you know, that yeah. like, it's, you know, I, I have like the plot points. The plot points, right? yeah. So like, it's really cool to co- kind of like, you know, get this sort of insight and, mm-hmm. I, and hopefully, I'm I'm hopeful that I will take it and like actually like, put it to use. Like take that magician energy yeah and, like, really make and it, perhaps make you um
2: yeah. i would also say that like mm-hmm. um this is why i do it online and recording mm-hmm. so that yeah. people can come back to the reading mm-hmm. listen to it whenever they need yeah like, listen to it beyond this year right mm-hmm. maybe there's some like you know i mean obviously i would guiding it to like for the year ahead mm-hmm. but like you know whenever you need like a pep talk or whatever, usually i feel like i do that too i realize i go back to all my readings in the past with mm-hmm. other clients, yeah. um, with other astrologers, people mm-hmm. who have held space for me. And I'm like, oh, wow. Like, I have this magic. I have this something to offer. Um, and this is just a reminder for me. Yeah.
0: Um, no, 100%. No, yeah. this is so amazing. Um, yeah. I love you so much. <laughs> Thank you so much for giving me this reading. Thank is there anything you. else you wanted to tell me before we wrap um, it
2: up? Yeah. Like, if you remember mm-hmm. anything else, right? It's like, yeah. I always use them, like, sometimes I always, like, reorient the card, So yeah. I was like, um, sometimes in this session I pull more cards mm-hmm. but like this, feel, this feels enough you know yeah right? this
0: feels like a very complete yeah story yeah so that's why also
2: mean. like I also know my own limits I don't have to treat every client the same way right? right that's also part of me trusting my own intuition of like okay like I don't have to like in my mind, like my my I have a Virgo Midheaven. heaven, so it's like <laughs> I have like the structures so already kind of I'm like, no, like you're <laughs> here, like relax. You yeah. know, so everything is already here. So I like to like just reposition it in mm-hmm. this lens so that you have this the magician, death and the sun together mm-hmm. just because they are major arcana. Mm-hmm. So major arcana has mm-hmm. greater importance. Yeah. So meaning that maybe sometime this year, mm-hmm. anytime this year, you will have to pull the major the magician card energy even more right maybe there'll be moments where you're like daisy like i have everything i need right now i just have to do it Uh you know so it's like or maybe i feel inspired so much right now i just have to channel it you know the Mm -hmm. magician is a channel yeah uh the portal of channeling Mm -hmm. death maybe there's a moment this year where you will feel like oh i need to conjure the death energy because Mm -hmm. i am like holding on to this for no fucking reason. Right. Well,
0: some, <laughs> something is something needs to die in twenty twenty know. Day. Something so, die. Um, yeah. that's
2: also a way for you. Mm-hmm. For me, it's like don't use tarot. Like for me, it's like I'm not say don't use like um use like imagine more of the usage of the tarot. Like you know, don't just use it for um to to to. just like see the future and giving you pop points use it like an ally like use it like an accomplice to your chest like Mm -hmm. how can i see this cards as my companions Mm -hmm. for this upcoming year it's like oh there'll be moments where i'll be like i need to conjure this death energy it's like yeah death energy like be here with me blah 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 blah. like this is done like i don't want to be attached i don't know why i'm holding on so many things if it's like how can i let go of this how can i really surrender you know um you know, uh, like, there was this one time I went to, like, Central Park and I threw a rock. I, like, I threw one of my favorite crystals, not just a rock. One of my favorite crystals. Wow. And just, like, threw it in the lake. Because wow. I just, like, I just felt I need to let go of something. Yeah. You know, I just felt like I need... Something needs to give it back to Earth, You know. Yeah, because
0: something things need to die so the nutrients can make other mm, things grow exactly like things need to be let go so things can rise exactly and, and think so about it that perspective from
2: that perspective and also yeah. the perspective of like ugh, I don't know what's the idiom or you know like once men blah blah blah, blah what do you call it uh, uh, it's like a, it's, a,
0: it's a saying
2: it's like a saying yeah
0: something about Someone's
2: gold, like your trash, yeah. is someone's. Oh, one, like, what one it,
0: man's trash is another man's treasure.
2: Treasure, yeah, mm-hmm. trash and treasure, mm-hmm. kind of like the mm-hmm. idea too, right? It's like, yeah. oh, like, I don't need this anymore, but someone perhaps would like.
0: Oh, that's a benefit That's a good it. way to think about it as well. So maybe yeah. someone else needs it more than I do. Exactly. Yeah. So so that's yeah. also
2: a great framing to see it. Yeah. Um, because mm-hmm. like for me, it's not, it's not like generative. Like, yeah. why would I want it? Right. It's right. like um, I w- I don't want like something that's not generative for my life. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and then the the last card, which is the sun, so you know, um, it's like a little horse. Yeah, I know. It's like someone on a horse, like yeah. being guided through the sunflower field. It's also yeah. a sunflower field. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I know you're like a daisy flower field yeah. kind of girl, so mm-hmm. um, maybe you can imagine it. it's like a daisy field as mm-hmm. well. Um, which is uh, basically that, right? The mm-hmm. sun is basically at some point in this next year where you feel like maybe you will feel the highness of the sun and you're like oh like I'm feeling my sun energy now or maybe you need that moment when you're in the down low right you're like oh my god like I'm I feel like I need some light in my life so maybe that can also be where like okay how can I talk to my inner child here
0: yeah no I love that that's amazing so I
2: just like to emphasize the major arcana just because Mm. they usually whenever they come out they are usually loud
0: right right like these are the three and then these are Mm. almost like the supporting characters the supporting characters yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. no that makes sense and like sorry Page of Cups again is like more so just like um like the messenger of of creativity the
2: creativity and the, the heart like yeah. cups are always about emotions actually yeah. mm-hmm. um so i feel like there's something about this year where um you are perhaps opening yourself to offer your emotions in perhaps a different kind of way than before
1: yeah maybe
2: it's also about that like mm-hmm. oh why have why do i always channel it this way mm-hmm. right you know for example like um why do I, for example, recently I've been having less sex somehow.
1: Mm-hmm. And then
2: I was like, wow, like I have a lot of way to honor my erotic mm-hmm. or like whatever, like sense of like ecstatic and pleasure. Like there are other ways for me to satisfy my gift of life or lust, whatever. Right. Um, and so maybe that's also part of the Page of Cups. Mm-hmm. um
0: like exploring different emotional avenues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think I tend to be like reflexively nice and not mm-hmm. in a weird way, not like channeling the anger side of myself. Yeah. So, like, that could be something to explore that, this year. Exactly. Exploring yeah.
2: anger is mm-hmm. so important. And yeah. you are in a year where I was talking about, like, you know, ride out if you're angry, right? You know, it's like, yeah. it's really a year where you're supposed to really um, fight for yourself. That's why I was saying, right? Yes. Fight it's, for my true self. Fight for your, your truest mm-hmm. self. Fight, you, fight, fight for your emotions, too. Like, yeah. your emotions deserve to be fought for. Mm -hmm. um and how are you platforming that and how are you go about um basically uh nourishing yourself at the end of the day right no i love that it's not like you know sometimes we associate some a term as like a bad thing like for example fighting it's like fighting is like sounds not great right but like for me i'm like yeah but what is what sort of fighting it is what what does it lead to is it going towards an equilibrium is it going towards unpacking all the trash and like you know Mm -hmm. being very real you know at the end of the day it's like what is real to you and what is authentic yeah how do you fight for the most authentic version of that is
0: oh that's so beautiful (laughs) oh my gosh i'm so excited for 2023 (laughs) it sounds like it's gonna be such a like eye-opening breathtaking mm-hmm. awe-inspiring year mm-hmm. so that's really cool it feels
2: very much like it that. feels
0: very like I feel and I feel energized after doing the reading. too it's almost like you kind of you get a little tasty you a little, like a little mm-hmm. like into the future which is into really
2: cool. the future and once you experience it it's gonna be like yeah. even more amazing Yeah. like I love listening to my client stories like oh like someone says and I'm like, oh my god remember you said i was gonna get this job like i didn't get it but blah blah, blah. I mean, yeah like you know it's like <laughs> something better was happening and i was yeah. like oh wow but like it is still the same archetypal story right you know? yeah no
0: i'm very i will definitely keep you updated on yes. how my life goes and how this ends up <laughs> orienting it for real like <laughs> oh i have a feeling like this seems mm-hmm. this feels very good mm-hmm. you know i feel very like I don't know, it's also like not not energy draining, but I'm like, wow, I've learned a lot today in Mm -hmm. the in the past like hour and a half we've been talking. Like I feel like in a weird way, like my life has changed. You are. Yeah, I'm just like, whoa. A reading should
2: change you. That's what something I believe Mm in. It's like that's what people come to me for, and maybe I should go do a reel about this after this. Like Uh a reading would change you, usually.
0: Yeah, no, it, it feels very life changing and it feels very it just like draining but in a good way it's just like Mm -hmm. i've i've given so much of myself and 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 realized so much about myself as Mm -hmm. well it's just like it's just like like you know after you go for like a really good run or something it's just like whoa this is cool yeah. um Okay. Well, um I guess we can wrap this podcast yes, up. Yes, we are wrapping um, it up. But you have yeah. a final question, right? Um. Now. No. Honestly, I think the what I was just gonna say is like if there's anything else, but I think you'd kind of okay. said everything, said your piece, right? Perfect. Like there's nothing. There's nothing in your mind that you need to bring up to me.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm good.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel good too. So perfect. Um. Yeah. I. You know. Um i love you i love you I love so you much too. thank you i love thank you, you, you for all my me. yeah no of course no thank you for coming and like literally like sharing your like wisdom with me mm-hmm. you know um so love you love you my field daisies for listening and i hope you have a daisy-ish day